At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. <laughs> Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Nothing but a target till I'm locked and loaded, ready. If these motherfuckers want it, they said hip hop's dead. I disagree with that statement, so don't repeat that shit again. What is going on, guys? I am the one, the only, the W O O K I E, joining you here for another episode of the Archon's Corner. And it's becoming habit for me. I don't know how, it just is. We started doing a solo podcast, but uh, we keep bringing guests on. You know what? You guys seem to be enjoying it. So as long as you're enjoying it, we're going to continue doing it. We got Brooks, who placed second in the Denver Vault Tour. What's going on, Brooks? Hey, Ryan. Well, since you're going to have multiple guests, we might as well talk teams today, huh? I, I say that all over again. We might as well talk teams today, I guess, if we're going to talk we're, about We're going to get into teams. Jordan. Yeah, we're going to get into teams. But before talk we get about into the podcast, you know, bringing in extra people and stuff. Yeah, but before we get into teams, let's talk a little bit about the Vault Tour. Because tell tell me kind of I guess number one what was your experience? Uh, how'd you enjoy it? The goods, the bads, and the uglies of the vault tour. Ninety five percent of the vault tour was amazing. Um, the people are great. The key forge is great. The air conditioned place was great. Um, the gym was a little lackluster though. That was a little of the of the weekend. The one letdown was was the gym, but. Everything else about it was great. The people, the key forge, the event side, amazing. It was fun. A yeah, lot of fun. that's good. Now, what what were some of you like? Uh, I don't know how many ember shards. Obviously, you got some ember shards. So, what was your uh, yeah. thoughts and opinions kind of on the prize wall? Prize wall was actually really good. Um, I ended up with four hundred shards just from the weekend. I believe I had uh, forty, thirty-seven, something like that. Miles Ag shipped me the last couple three shards that I needed for uh, a play mat the first day, and keys the first day, or forty the first day. But um, I think I ended up with four hundred, and it, the price pool was great. I mean, it was all worth, in my opinion, what what we were paid and what we were. Cards and it was it was definitely worth the trip out to Denver. All right, well it, that's good to hear because our our prize wall at uh, at Adepticon uh, to say was a little for me anyways was a little lackluster. Uh, but yeah, I think they added some things. Um, he was talking about some new things that maybe they ran out of a couple of them, but they had some some a little bit less pricey ember, I believe, and and a few other things that. Yeah, they had the acrylic ember. That was ember. the complaint at Chicago, right? With some of the things were, were a little maybe too expensive for how many shards we were actually receiving. I, I still feel that the prices aren't, we're not at that happy medium. 
where I'm happy yeah. as a player returning them in for certain things. My right. biggest. I think another thing that they did at Denver that they didn't do in Chicago was they gave you five uh, shards just for participating. Um, you should have got you, 30. Uh, 30 for participation. 30 for joining, but for each round, you got five for, t- for participating in the round. So, um, oh. like you got, yeah. So, even if you lost, you got an extra five. So, you got 30 for entry and then five for participating in each round. Like, say you went 03, you still picked up an extra 15. Yeah, I don't. Um, you couldn't participate in round four, but, and I don't think they did that in Chicago. I'm trying to think whether they did that or not. I know. Well, the you, talk around Denver was that they didn't, so I'm, I'm assuming they didn't. I, I'm trying to remember back, and I've, I'd have to ask. Obviously, a couple of the buddies I was there with. Um, I know they, you might, got, they might have retroactively done it, but I, I don't think they actually did it in Chicago. I think it's something you know, as, as the game grows, we're all young and it is things new, and as it as it grows and progresses, I think this is something that they've added. They'll but build on. May, we'll find that happy medium. Uh, exactly like you were saying you know uh, somewhere in the middle there's there's a prize for both of us right where everybody's happy right my my big thing for that was they ran out of uh some of the prizes they did run out of so i wanted the the pins seem to be pretty limited out in denver the little uh individual pins for each particular vault pit the 30 dollar shard pin oh that's interesting there was pins for days at ours Really, maybe they decided that they weren't going to weren't going to bring as many. Um, yeah, the wooden keys, which is something I was at least interested in looking at. Maybe I didn't pick up, but I wanted to look at them because I've yeah, kind those, of started those weren't available in Denver either, from what I overheard. Okay, so they didn't. I didn't have ask those. for them in particular, but I heard somebody ask for them. And then uh, they didn't have my size and T-shirt. Oh yeah, that's rough. I, so they had quite a few boxes back there. Um, I I've seen people wearing the sweatshirts and t-shirts and stuff, but I didn't I didn't personally ask. Yeah, so that that was a little rough on my end. And you want to know what I know? Everybody's I don't know. Maybe you did speak on it. I know you've done a few other interviews uh, here over the past couple days. Uh, people are going to literally kick me if I I don't ask you about the chain bidding. Yeah. Run um, run me through where you were headed with that. Like, um, in my opinion, from where I was at that day, at least at that moment, on fairly equal footing. Yeah. I played bomb foot with up to seven chains. Uh, he had 10 chains on him. He hadn't lost at a chain bound. The level of competition is obviously not going to be the same out of all tour as it is a chain bomb, but Bombfoot is great. He's won both the online events. He's, I mean, he probably wins at a 90 some percent clip online when I play on the Carusable, uh, even in the constructed. Um, but at, at that point, let's, let's get the monkey out of there. SAS paid 10 grand for their decks, right? I, I don't know. The decks. They've got to. They've got to have some good. Some good decks in there, right? I. I don't know. This is. I mean, if you're well, this pulling is this the out, team this is thing the first... that, that's. This is the team thing that's that's got everybody rubbed wrong, right? All right. Is, well, let's is, is, let's get into SAS paid ten grand for for certain decks, right? Okay. We'll get back to the so the chain bidding, but let me talk about this real quick because this is part of it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I this assume... ties in. So absolutely, go ahead, go off. 
I assume he paid, you know, 10 grand for the entire collection, right? So every, every deck that they played at that event um, was in, either had to have been in this collection or in their, their personal collection beforehand. Um, so I'm, I'm going up against a $10,000 collection, right? Basically at this point in the finals, and I paid $30 for Bombfoot. Okay. They've got to be equal footing in my mind, right? If somebody's willing to pay $250, I mean, I, I overheard him say he paid $250 out of the collection for a particular deck. And I'm not against them and them paying for the collection because it was a nice collection. Don't get me wrong. Um, I have no idea how exactly it was divvied up. That's none of my business. But in my mind, you know, and in the finals, I'm going against a $10,000 collection, right, Ryan? Sure. $30 for, for my deck. Well, they've got to be on equal footing, right? So that's kind of part of what tied into my, my mindset on the bidding. And then the very last thing that tied into it was, okay, at this point, Bombfoot is 2-0 and o in the finals. He, the Vault Tour champion, is going to be the Vault Tour champion at 3-0. and o. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with either one of those things. Okay. Um, claim that we're going to play Archon the entire way and then trade decks at the end. <laughs> if we're going to trade decks, let's play Reversal the entire Vault Tour, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There's a, there's a lot involved in it. I, I, looking back, I wish I would have just opened up on one chain or, or took the second chain. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, there's a lot of reasons in my mind that I thought the decks were equal, you know? For or that sure. we were on fairly equal playing field. Yeah, just I, I guess looking at it from from somebody who was from kind of the outside in, um, you know, we heard the one chain being bid, and then kind of, I believe it was you at that point who just said, "Well, I get to choose who goes first, thinking that 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 made a difference. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I get to start with seven. I get to look at seven cards, mm-hmm. and he only gets to look at five. And from there, okay, so from from that idea that you've just given me, um, I'll, I'll expound more of where I'm going. Um, week to Emberant. I have uh, a couple booby traps and a Lost in the Woods in Bombfoot. Mm-hmm. So he only gets to look at five on the opener, and then if he mulligans, because he doesn't have one of those cards, he gets the out to, to I have a Relentless Whispers. I think I have a Relentless Whispers as well. Mm-hmm. Those four cards. Uh, Bombfoot in my testing has been fairly weak to Embrant. That's another reason that I liked his deck against Bombfoot mm-hmm. was if I felt like if I and then here's the funny thing was um, if I felt like I allowed it with Emberfoot or Embrant and then was able to protect it, um, I would have an advantage. Thought the difference between a seven card opener and getting to see seven cards and five card opener w- was enough. Um, the way the game played out, it actually played out exactly how I wanted to. I had the Relentless Whispers for the Shaffles. Um, if you watch game two, Shaffles does a lot of work for him against me. Mm-hmm. And all the games that Shaffles six with Bombfoot, he went, like, it wins quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the games where Shaffles formed in that game, in my opinion, right? So in game, in game two, when he was playing the deck, it it kind of overperformed. It was it was better than the average bomb foot draw. And so I thought that like if I could like have an answer to Shaffles and lead with an Embramp, like I was gonna be great. And the funny thing is is like game three played out exactly how I wanted to with his deck in theory. And then it just like didn't didn't work for me, you know? Do you think it like, so. kind of ran out of gas at the end? 
his deck just wasn't as powerful as I thought it was. Okay. Like, like I thought it was, I thought it was on Bombfoot's level, and it, my opinion. So like it. It blows the people out that are saying that they can just pay to win because he didn't win with his deck. Like right. your deck ended up going three and zero. Right, like the thirty dollar deck won the event, not the two hundred fifty dollar deck. So like that's like the big scare about teams, right? Is it becomes a pay to win at that situation? Right. And to me, it's still just not like about that. Like it's about knowing your deck. Like I played Bombfoot like over five hundred times. I know he played my deck, but neither of us knew the decks than for games two and three, right? So at that point, it's kind of about having the best deck. And obviously then at Bombfoot is the best one because it did point both of those games where neither of us were, you know, completely efficient with our decks, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I, I To me, it does. Uh, if people need clarification, um, I'm sure they can get a hold of you uh, over on your Twitter. What is your Twitter? Yeah, or they, or they can just watch the, the finals. Uh, yeah, my Twitter is at spacejammed underscore. Um, just like my username on the Ash Mode. It's kind of yeah. weird that the Ash Mode site came up with rankings and it like uses your like username as opposed to like your actual name. But oh, they used our my actual name. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. mine mine comes up as Space Jammed. Yeah, so. mine mine came up with my name. And I was of course, like, oh, you want yours to say well, <laughs> Yeah, no, I I wanted it. To, I was like, how do I get this? Cha-? I think I went up to Steve at one point and said, how do I get this changed? Is that possible? Right. Yeah, but it didn't happen that way. So let's, I mean, we kind of touched on teams. Um, number one, we'll get this out of the way for, for some of the people who don't know. Are you a part of a team? And I'm currently part of teamreapout.com, and we hope to launch our website sometime next week. Say um, which will Friday actually sometime. be this week, because Radio Magic, this will probably be released Friday. So uh, look out for Reapout's uh, website. Uh, is it just going to be reapout.com or? Yeah, it's just reapout.com. Pretty so simple. Go over there, look out, uh, look up reapout.com. Um, it should be up by the time you're hearing this. Uh, we are we yeah, are recording this a week in advance, so um, just kinda... hoping to just bring some more KeyForge content to to the game. That's that's one thing when we got together in Denver, we thought was kind of lacking, and so. Yeah, I mean, it's been on my agenda and some videos and things like that. It's been on my agenda to kind of step. Not step away from the podcast, but uh, you know, continue obviously doing the podcast and then go into to some streaming. Um, it's something that I just haven't done yet. I have yeah, the streaming equipment. would be great for our games. Some, yeah, I have the equipment. I just haven't got around to come because before I do any sort of streaming, I want to kind of come up with uh, a quote unquote schedule because the big thing about Twitch or YouTube or even doing a podcast. Is is when you are a content creator, consistency is king. You know, if you are doing yeah, something on yeah. a consistent basis, and people know, hey, Friday nights I can go watch the Wookie at eight thirty p.m. Go play some KeyForge. Boom, yep. and, that, and that's that our goal with the site is we're gonna we're gonna try to bring at least weekly content. Um, we've got currently we've got eleven members. We've got two invitations out. Um, we've got lots of content already queued up. Um, for release, but we're, we're not going to just release it all at once. We're going to yeah. hopefully, you know, stream it out one day at a time. And um, maybe we can get into a rhythm where we're doing weekly or bi-weekly uh, articles for each individual writer or content provider. So what kind of content are you guys, are, are, are is in your, I guess, can people expect to find there? 
Yeah, we're going to do all kinds of different things. Um, John Claude's going to link his YouTube video where he does the deck openings and he's going to eventually maybe play some of the decks on stream and record those and then go through, you know, what, what he's done to the decks or what he likes and what he doesn't like and, and things like that. We're going to do a testing Tuesday where we're going to um, mix up the formats. Um, the first week, I think we're just going to bring uh, decks that me and Dave are going to play, and we're going to just bring decks that, that we believe we that would do well at Chain Bounds. Um, and we're going to battle three decks apiece and do that. And then the next week, I think we're doing Reversal. I think we want to do some user... Um, you know, some user feedback decks where, where other people say, hey, I'd like you guys to test my deck. But we'd like to have Tuesday going to be going forward, be our testing Tuesdays where we'll have some 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 of that, some video content. And then um, hopefully some of us will do some articles. We'll do reviews for like stats or um, when Age of Ascension comes out or, you know, discuss the 222 mulligan that other people have been. I've seen a video and a lot of people talk about that. Forge content in general. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, obviously, be on the lookout. Hopefully, by the time you guys hear this, the website is up. You guys can uh, swing over there, check it out, have some fun. I know um, I'm looking to do some other stuff, I believe, with other members of your team. Uh, Casey's a member of your team, correct? Yeah, Casey. Uh, Casey's actually the the one who's in charge of most of the stuff. Um, if anybody, I want to put this out there though. If anybody does have any like articles or content that they would like to send out, um, I am in charge of adding the content and stuff to the, taking it down from the website. So if anybody has like an article that they would like published, um, you can send it to my email, and it's Brooks B R O O K S Clark C L A R K at reapout.com. And we'll we'll discuss it as a team and go through it, and then if, if everybody likes what it is, we'll post it for you. So, well, we'll obviously, you, you guys are more than free if you want to put my stuff up there. Feel free. Okay. I yeah, sure. Um, we'll discuss that. Uh, like I said, Casey's in charge of the main thing. Uh, everything goes in through him. But if you have content or stuff, something you want me to post, then just hit me up with it, and we'll, we'll post it. Absolutely. Discuss it as a team. I discuss it as a team at least, and then go from there. But let's kind of circle background to teams, and I'm not I'm not picking on you, so I don't want you to think I am. You just no, sound... no, no. Teams have been teams have been a hot topic discussion uh, going into Denver. You know, there wasn't there wasn't a lot about it, but uh, you know, Denver played out, and there's been quite a bit of talk about it. Jean Claude released a tweet, and it seemed as if the world went crazy. <laughs> Um, which I love Jean-Claude. He, he's a good guy. Um, you know, all of a sudden, it, the world was over. The tweet, the tweet that shocked the Keyforge world, right? Yeah, and, you know, me and Kiramo talked a little bit about this last week on the show. You know, there's, there's a few things, you know, teams aren't a bad thing, but obviously there's a few things that the normal um, community member doesn't like about teams. You know, number one, they're ex- the, the exclusivity. You know, people don't like being told you can't be a part of something. That's, I think, to me, honestly, normal human nature. So they don't like that. They don't like, you know, the quote-unquote secrets. uh, Right. I don't think we're excluding people. I think it's more we want to build a network of people that we know and trust. When we want to um, share an Uber or share a hotel room with, um, you know, we're like-minded people who want to 
play in just more than one vault tour a year, more than the local vault tour. You know, we're we're looking to play in two, three, maybe all the vault tours throughout the season. Sure. Um, and then what was one of the other things? You know, obviously the secrets they didn't like. Um, and I mean, I mean, as far as secrets go, um, you and your playtest group are going to come up with. I'm sure we came up with Control the Week as one of our favorite cards on the weekend, and it turned out great. But you and your playtest groups are going to come up with certain combos or certain things that you like in your decks, you know. And that's the great thing about the uniqueness of of the game is even if John Claude opens one of his decks on cube or on camera, you can't play it the same deck as him in the same tournament as him. You know, the uniqueness of the game is going to allow for 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 so much variety. I mean, people people are going to put a limit on themselves with with you know pay to play kind of these guys have bought all these decks no i i've seen people at my local game store open up decks that i would have played in denver you know mm. this this game is is more unique than that people are people are not giving it enough credit for what it can do yeah and i i think the third the the biggest fear um and this more stems from i would say uh just watching number one what teams have done in other games because it's either extraordinarily helped other games or it's killed other games due to obviously certain factors. And again, I, I hate to point the stink figure at magic. Um, I don't know why it seems like every time I talk about cheating, it I point the finger at magic. But some teams were, you know, especially, I believe it was about six months ago at one of their Grand Prix or Magic Fests or whatever they're calling it now, we're giving hand signals to uh, the person obviously playing and that tipped uh, well, him off as to what was the stakes at the magic the gathering events are quite different than what we're playing for four or five hundred shards at, at a vault tour too so um you know they're playing for a quarter million dollars i don't think you'll have any problems with with especially with team Reapout doing that i'm not gonna speak for the other teams but not in it to do that we we care about the integrity of the game and and, and stuff like that we're here to grow the grow the community and and if people people want to come up and talk to us come up and talk to us say hi yeah um i mean we're not any different than we we're just friends who have who have met on the internet and and want to travel together i mean that's really all it is as far as team repat goes um and we and we've decided that we will just want to bring content to everybody that's that's our what our website's going to do and and i myself get on twitter and look for you know hashtag keyforge two or three times a day just trying to look for new content or what's out there you know new updates so if we can get it all in one place and, and go from there i think that would that would help no i mean the, there is a lack of keyforge content out there there just there's not much um you got a few podcasts um, well, I guess in other games. Why are you saying that it's killing the other games? Is it just because of the cheating that's involved? Well, there, there was or? a couple of other games. Say like, we'll just. I mean, obviously, Force of Will had other problems besides that. But it's, yeah, it's it was hard. too much like Magic. That's that's the problem with Force of Will. They tried to copy too much Magic. Sure. In my but I mean, teams. I mean, you could say they had had a hand in it over there. Um, we've seen now not the current L five R, but the L five R before this. Um, it, it hurt that game. Um, I'm trying to think of what it is. World of Warcraft teams basically killed that game to where they just were like, nope, it's all online now. Now I know there's teams again. And, and obviously, you know, um, 
it's not called you know World of Warcraft anymore. It's a different game, but there's a discussion in there on, on how teams are hurting the game. But I think teams, as of right now, is just the you know you get the difference between a team and your local pro- play group. I don't see much of a difference. You know, it, it's it just is what it is. You know, you teams just have t-shirts. You know, yeah, really. That I mean, that's really all it is. And um, I even think Casey's working on some t-shirts that he's going to have up on the site for sale for like fifteen dollars shipped, either somewhere around that number. Don't quote me exactly, but it'll be around around that price. So if anybody wants a t-shirt, you know, included yeah. or whatever, you know, join in. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, like I was saying, man, we are not bad people we want to put other people's content on our website we just we just want to grow the community that's what we're in it for yeah uh, i mean it, we, we can, enjoy the game can there be a fear of of in the future you know this thing obviously shoot takes off um and we have problems with uh, uh cheating on that level in keyforge sure that's definitely something i think could happen is it happening right now this very instant I don't think so. I, at <laughs> no, least I would like to no, not think yeah. so. But it, um, if we're going to talk about concessions and stuff, the worst part about conceding is the way the gym is set up. The way the gym allows for you to concede in rounds five or six. And then Cameron in, in Denver on round six, I was going to concede to him, whether that's my teammate or whoever it is, because I wanted to get to my second or my third deck in order to to, to make it to day two with my third deck. You so, know? Let's, so let's get so, a little bit into the Archon format. Um, sure. because you and I talked a little bit before this and I don't necessarily know if I agree if it's a gem. So- well, maybe it, maybe it is a gem because they can't put it in like that. But I mean, here's my deal on the Archon format. I think day one, you know, obviously you, you run your, you run Ruckshot on your survival. You make it with a deck. You're into day two. Day two then should be bring whatever deck you want. And that, yeah, that's yeah, personally how I feel. At the very least, bring whatever three decks you want. Because the way it's set up currently, it's it's encouraging you to concede or give away games. And as competitive as I am, I don't want to give away games ever. You know, like right. I want to try to win games five and around five and six, and start six and zero, even if my best deck is third. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had a talk uh, with Corey. Uh, who is one of the guys, I believe he plays top four out in us uh, in at the Adepticon. And we were kind of talking, like, what happens if that comes to that point? You know, what happens if the deck that I, because the way I've placed my decks, I don't want to run with this. Rule they've changed from Chicago. In Chicago, the way they played this was, okay, so you and I play in round six, right? And we're both five and one, or four and one. Mm-hmm. And and both of us want to concede in order to play our third deck. Well, Dias and whoever plays first actually wins the game because of tiebreaker rules. Oh, okay. So, I was wondering. So that's how they played it in Chicago, right? We actually, well, we didn't have in anybody Denver, really. They allowed both of you to concede. No, I don't think anybody actually conceded um, in Chicago. Oh, yeah, there were people. I heard about it. There okay. Were people in Chicago. I, I didn't see it or hear about it, so. Um, I, I know it was like, t- it were, there was talking about it coming into right. well, round five Well, then five the problem and six. became is then they, in order to concede, they had to roll a dice, you know? Right. So it's like, th- now in Denver, then they allowed everybody, both players to take a loss in that round if they wanted to. 
yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely. I'm not going to say it wasn't something that was talked about uh, around the around the uh, the you know vending machine because we didn't food was a big issue for us, but you know around the vending machine where we're like, what happens? You know, here I am. I'm 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 going into round five. This isn't the deck I want to be taking into day two. So what happens if uh, all of a sudden I come to my the last one and I want to take less than optimal, right? In order right. to lose or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so, was... so to me, the integrity of the game is messed up more about Jim. And there was a friend of mine from Wichita who was two and two, and he somehow got dropped out of round five. He's still, yeah, and there's inconsistencies there's a... there. Because, yeah, there's and that's a lot of bugs in the system. Uh, we, uh, multiple times, uh, I believe twice at bare minimum during day one, actually, because for whatever reason, there was two players who just like Jem was not recognizing them, and actually for and that's what happened out yeah, there in Denver as well for two rounds they didn't pair them, so you know a lot of people are getting seated, getting ready. We're pulling our playmats out, uh, you know, getting our our tokens ready. And then out in Denver they had another thing where the uh, they paired up uh, the same person twice because you know say you played played round one, and then both of you had lost, and, you know, one of you lost in round two, one of you lost in round one, and then you played again in round three with your second deck against the same person. Oh, wow. Because you had different decks, but now it was the same opponent. That's pretty wonky. Yeah, I don't like that either. Gem definitely, it's something I have been saying now, uh, I don't even know how many episodes in um, I am into this show. Or in you know, in obviously to the show. Let's see, we got two, four, six, eight, ten, ten, ten episodes now. Um, at the point in time of this recording, ten episodes. And the one thing that I said, I've I've always kind of the first thing that needs to get fixed, like yesterday, is gem. Gem is a That's problem. So bad. Uh, like it, it not only holds us back at vault tours, but it's going to hold us back at chain bound because like your average player at your local game store has probably now got between. Eight to twenty-five decks, maybe up to thirty, sure. and they're only getting to play their Archon deck. Or at this point, you've got thirty decks, and now you're opening more for sealed. You know, people are kind of people kind of get run down. In order to keep the game live, we need to be able to be getting Amber Shards for reversal. We need to be getting Amber Amber Shards for you know local triads or dual decks formats. You know, yeah, they need to add more to it and give more variety and and allow the, the local gaming stores more variety in that situation. Because I, I at this point, the only thing you can collect them at is with your Archon deck. Doubt on that. You know, why did I buy 30 decks if I can only play two or three? I, I think, honestly, first, they need to fix just the problems in the software. Um, yeah, sure. There were at least two tournaments I can remember in my recent past that uh, I went 4-0 and in and somehow placed third. And you and you probably ended up with losses on your deck, right? <coughs> no, no. It showed I went four and zero, but the software, for whatever reason, put the two people yeah, the two who were three and one in front of me. Weird. Yeah, that, you know that makes sense. I'm like, how does that even work? How right. do you lose a game well, and, and place better than me? And I want to discuss about the gym system. All right, so Bombfoot went three and zero in the Vault Tour Finals, right? Like he's literally never lost. Yeah. But he took a loss on the Master Vault. Like I know they want to keep. That that like, but at the same how time, how did it take a deck... loss on the master vault? I guess I'm not understanding that. Right, how, like that's what I don't understand either. How is how is Bombfoot not the power eight deck when 
it's the one that won all three games, you know? Are like, they considering his, it Corey, because it Corey's wasn't that you? got the win. Now, I understand, like, we're already scanning different profiles, QR codes, right? We're scanning our QR code for our profile and the QR code for our deck, right? Yeah. Like, shouldn't the gym system know that the that's how the finals is played? And, like, shouldn't the gym system take into account all that information and then give Bombfoot the win but give uh, Nathan the win as well? <laughs> like, doesn't well, that make sense? The player, um, as far as I'm aware, a player never receives a win. A deck receives right, a win. But, but Nathan re- received the shards. Should receive the, the, the win for the shards. Like, he should uh, receive the first place okay. shards. But Bombfoot was the reason for the shards, right? Like, like why did his deck become a power eight level deck when it lost three times in the finals, you know? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. There are definitely <laughs> some kinks that need to be worked out. 110% right. I mean, was right. Yeah, there's a hundred. Yeah, plenty and, of kinks, and we can only hope that these are young. That you right. know, we we've got to realize that the game is young. It's not even a year old yet. Right, know? we are what six months now, just about six to eight months in something somewhere around there. You know, let's see. I, I believe it was released. Was it released November or November, December last? November, I believe. Mid November was the actual release or or pre-release date. Yeah, so I, we're, I, we're legit. I just heard just about six months in. I just heard my local game store uh, announced that a tournament on June 1st or May 31st, one or the other, with Age of Ascension sealed. So I guess he got confirmation from his distributor. Yes, Age of Ascension will be out on, on the 31st on May of May 30th, yeah. So, so or cool. maybe it's the 30th. I thought he said 31st, but. Well, I, I, I mean, he's going to have the tournament on the 31st, so I'm guessing oh. he'll have the product at least by the 30th. Yeah, so Age of Ascension, uh, for those of you guys who weren't uh, kind of privy to it today, I'm not sure where it dropped, uh, but it did swing past my desk at least. That Age of Ascension will be dropping uh, on the 30th, either the 30th or the 31st. One of those yeah, two so days. That'll, that'll be good, good new you know, blood for the, form, or for, the, for the game. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if we're in desperate need of new cards. I still like. I still feel a oh, lot no, of people are fighting their feet. Plenty to still explore on, on uh, in the call sets. Plenty more to explore. But you know how how your average player gets. He gets a little bored with the. And part of that is is the gym system where we only get to play Archon. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, you know, one one big thing with the gem system is, a lot of LGSs don't have it. I've heard that. I mean, I, I'm pretty lucky that ours has has been. My happy local to host gaming store has it, um, but there's two or three others that I go to. Now, my local gaming store runs KeyForge every other week, due to just partnerships within the LGS community, yada yada yada, so on and so forth. Now yeah, we try to run ours on Tuesdays, and then we try to run a week a weekend event as well. Yeah, but weekend event is usually like a you know mixed format because that's that's like I was trying to discuss. You know, the limitations on on the chain bounds are 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 pretty limited. You know, at this point. Uh well, I, I know you can do sealed on chain bound. You can do sealed sealed or archon, right? Like, yeah, sealed or archon options. are the two that I believe you can do right now. I mean, at this point, you're pretty saturated with with call decks. You know, I mean, like I was discussing earlier, everybody's probably got between eight and thirty of them. You know, on average, and some of us and might so have one hundred and thirty. Some of us might have a lot more than that. I, yeah, I know a few people that have in, in the six or seven hundreds, but uh, you know, the average player has between eight and, and thirty. And, and at this point, 
call is a pretty saturated market. And so it's good to get new new content for that reason. I, I also think so with... to explore and call, you know? Yeah, I also think with the new set, um, maybe it will quell some fears, some things that the community is kind of, I, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, been in uprage over. As far as, like, lands or... Lands uh now now here we I mean, are to me to me the denver results speak speak well enough to that lands isn't dominant in the format like like does lands exist yes is it a real thing like yeah like you have to be aware that it's there like there's multiple ways to stop it like people showed that not only can you stop it with artifact hate but you can stop it with control the week and you know numerous other things for sure but i i just wonder if I'm not disagreeing with you, but at the same if point, if, if we're we... going to talk about lands and you're going to talk about the 800,000 decks that exist, we're talking about like 12 decks that can really, really pull off the combo. Like, does that For make sure. sense? We're not talking about like, no, I, I understand that. Um, but I, I guess like... the big thing about that is, um, uh, how do I want to say this? Um, you know, just with your saying, like, Oh, you know, Denver showed that lands isn't unbeatable, um, and I don't think lands. And uh, maybe I didn't at least think it was unbeatable, but I still think there's an issue with it. Do you know? Just number one, new players coming into the game, um, and, but and number never two, if... see a deck like that because it's it's never going to be at chainbound. Like if you top sixteen with it at a vault tour, it's automatically ineligible for for chainbound. Mm-hmm. So like the cha- the average player that's brand new to the game is never going to see that deck. Like, sure, they don't have a problem with it being at the competitive levels, and and I don't think that there's a problem at the chainbound local levels because if you've played with some of the lands decks, they're really hard to combo off when you have like twelve or fourteen chains. Like when you're playing at the vault tour and they don't have any chains, sure you can combo off with them at a local level. I don't think that it's going to be a problem. Like, does that make sense? Like, I think no, the it alarm is a little too loud right now. Like, I um, think it needs to calm down. And and maybe it does. But here's my thing: if if Chicago didn't happen, would Denver have been as like, oh, this is something that we definitely have to look at. We we definitely now have to have some way to. But focus that's like on an evolution effects. of a meta game, right? In sure. Any kind of of any card game, like if you look at it from the beginning, everybody was like, "Oh, I have to have bait and switch," right? Yeah. Or there was a lot of people then right after that that were like, "Okay, I know how to beat bait and switch. I'm just going to get all the untamed with the key charges," right? Mm-hmm. And then that's that's when people were like, "Oh, and if I had library access, you know?" Well, I mean, if you look at Everton or whatever over there in the UK. You know, they had time traveler decks, and then that became popular. Well, how do you beat time traveler? Well, you go faster than time traveler with library access. Well, how do you beat library access? You go slower with control the week. You know, I think it's just a, a natural progression of a metagame, and I think that that's what's cool and we're seeing evolve in front of us is is a living metagame, and, and just like Richard and Brad, Brad designed. I mean. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's we've got about 35 minutes. I do try to, uh, excuse me, I do try to limit these uh, to about the 30 to 45 minute mark. Anything else you got that maybe you just want to get off your chest? Um, I know the big monkey was the 10K, the 10K purchase because everybody's talking about pay to play. 
Um, to me, that was like an isolated situation with a 10K purchase. Like, how many of us that are actually playing the game to solo make that purchase, right? Like, I I personally saw Carlo buy all the individual decks on on Facebook buy sell trade. So I know that he actually probably took a loss on that selling it for 10k. So the situation or why he sold them, um, but I don't personally think it was oh, it was that bad for the game as all the all the feedback that I was reading about it. I I, I saw a lot of people complaining about it. Um, this could have really probably bought that collection from Carlos. So it was gonna take a group in order to. to purchase it off of him and then and then be able to divide it out and, and if if brad and, and richard have designed a game that that they say they have i don't think that pay to play is actually going to come into it now if people want to pay for a, for a deck that they enjoy or love all means to them you know if mm-hmm. that's what they want to do but i think that if you go to your local gaming store and you just buy three sealed decks you can find one of those decks that you can learn and, and take to, to that multiplayer level absolutely um you know and i don't know it does and it had like 10 OTK decks in it which which sounds crazy right but like like i was discussing earlier of those 10 OTK decks maybe one or two of them is like really good you know right here's what i'm gonna say on that one because i've been a part of a lot of i've been a part of a lot of card games in their infancy um i've been a, a part of a lot of card games that made it and I've been a part of a lot of card games that didn't. As players in the here's my here's Wookie's PSA for the day. As players in the community, we have to kind of keep mind on how outsiders look at the community. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh got itself a bad reputation due to a similar circumstance. Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of dying at this point um, uh, to the f- point of. I wouldn't say dead. Um, most people I have met in the Keyforge community are awesome. I, I've really honestly only met maybe a handful of people that I'm like, I don't like that person. Um, actually, yeah, to, to date... 95 or more percent of the community is amazing. I was going to say, to date, actually, I've only ever really met one out of all the people I've met. You know, I, I met a lot of people at our vault tour. Obviously, I've talked to a lot of different people. Uh, throughout Facebook and Twitter and the different discords and just having them on the show. I've never really met one that I didn't like. So, yeah, I mean, the community is great. I think, I, I think that that's one of the benefits of Keyforge, right? Is, is the friendliness and the camaraderie. I think and, right and now, like Keyforge... we were discussing earlier about the, about the, uh, tracking the, the decks on, on the master vault. Yeah. It kind of becomes about the deck and, and less about the person, right? Like right. it becomes more about the story of the deck in, instead of because because the decks are so unique and the, deck, the decks are individually, you know, named and stuff. It it kind of tells two stories, you know. I just think we do have to be cognizant of how things look. Somebody okay, going well, I'm around. I'm only going to speak for Reapout, but sure. I don't think that the SAS thing looks bad from our point of view, from where we're at. I could tell you an average person just sitting the there. People at my local gaming store don't see it as a big deal. Okay. But yeah, speak for that. Speak for your like what in your opinion what 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 are the fears of it though? Like is it it's the pay to play aspect, right? Like that's what's Well, I, I kind of went over that, you know. It's number one, it's it's the exclusivity. 
people don't like that. It's the cheating. And, and it is right. stuff like the 10K, you know, dude, this, you know, I remember when Rachel won her vault tour. That was a big deal. People didn't yeah, like she did it. She did great. She was awesome. Yeah, but people didn't like it. And unfortunately, well, she opened up so many decks or is that, I mean, kind, kind of because she's opened up what? so many decks. Um, she does get them obviously at a discount because she owns a game store. But at the same time, people like that help grow the game. You know, I mean, that's like there's if good and bad. Buy with... the five or you know five or six hundred decks that she did, and then sell them to the rest of us. Like, I'll guarantee you that she sold a deck that could have beat her in the vault tour on her site. Sure, and, and there's goods and bads to everything. You know, there's always right. going to be pros and cons. You know, the right. there needs to be a secondary market. is a, It's a necessary evil. For a, guard ca- a card game to grow, there has to be a secondary market. If it doesn't have a secondary market, the value of the card shrinks and people stop buying them. People there's no, lose interest because there's no value. they basically might as well buy kindling, you know? Right. Teams kind of need to form because teams continue the game. They push it out uh, and they spread it to other players. People want to be a... P- it's almost that click aspect. People want to be a part of that. People want to be a part of something, anything. And if, right. And if like they... I said, we're going to have t-shirts. Like mm-hmm. you're more than willing to come up and talk to us at events. Like we'll discuss the game with you. Like we love Keyforge. Like we're not like going to events and like sitting in our own little corner and like, just like talking about the game between ourselves and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that's even fair. The SAS guys were more than friendly from what, from my perspective. Like, and I think that's fair, and you know that, and I know that, right? And obviously, everybody who's now listened to this knows that. However, outside looking in at a lot of that, people don't understand that. And they do very much see it as, oh, well, I can't talk to them. Um, it becomes clicky. I can't talk to him because he's Reapout. I can't talk to him because he's SAS. I can't talk to him because he's... he's uh, um whatever i don't i don't those are the only teams i'm I'm really familiar with at this current point but the fact of the matter i'll throw him on there who is that bouncing, bouncing death, death court, court. You're, you know you're... their team bouncing death court you know whatever the case may be it, it does it puts a bad flavor but again teams are necessary for a game to grow it, okay. it has to okay. happen and at the same time some some people have more time on their hands in order to to practice and and do things. You know, I mean, some of us are are play testing with each other. I mean, it, it's it, a team is not much more than a play test group, other than we've got cool T-shirts, right? Yes, but like, I would agree with that. We want to grow the community. Like, we're not putting this team together for like everyone to be like, look at us, right? Look what we've got this community or, or we're trying to put this team together in order to like centralize things like i mean we, we talked about magic earlier like if you look at like or star city or whatever they helped grow the game because they were able to like put together you know players in places where we could get content on a daily basis and the game better and you know certain things like that like I don't. I don't see the negatives from the team, but that's because I'm in it, I guess. And the fears that everybody has, but I think as it plays out, I think everybody's fears will be be calmed and and it won't be as scary as as we get along. I'll agree, but I'll tell you another thing: it only takes one screw up to change everybody's mind, and it doesn't even have to be every team. One team makes a misstep, 
and teams are now looked at in a in a not a great light by everyone. So, just uh, kind of my final thoughts. Speaking of that, guys, uh, I opened a Teespring store. It's been over for next to ever. So if you wanna if you want a Wookiee T-shirt or you know some of my other uh, other later shows, if you guys remember Geeks Are Us, um, we got that up there. Nobody ready for Llama, the Beast Among Babies with Baby Livy. I'm gonna start taking some of those down. So if you are looking for those um, and have been waiting, those are gonna come down. Uh, sorry, uh, they just they gotta go. They kind of they still go with wrestling, which we haven't done in a long time. We're we're moved on to Keyforge. The the Wookie logos will stay. Uh, but everything else is probably going to come down as I move into uh, the next phase of design for a lot of these T-shirts. So so grab them now, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the Wookiee. It'll be down in the description. Guys, check out Team Reapout, uh, reapout.com. Hopefully it's up by the time you hear this. If not, try it tomorrow. Maybe it'll be up then. Not sure. Brooks, thank you so much for coming on and, 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 hey, and, thanks for having and me helping me great. finish out this episode. And uh, you know what, guys, if, if obviously you got more questions for Brooks, feel free. I, I'm sure he doesn't mind people tweeting at Not him. Not at all. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, if you have uh, an article or content that you want us to push on the website, uh, send it to me at brooksclark at reapout.com and we'll review it and, and go from there. Absolutely. You guys have a beautiful day and I'll see you. Oh, oh, next week. Uh, before I go, next week we'll be having Strategic Dino. On the show, we're gonna be doing. Uh, I finally done all my fun play testing with his, uh, with his awesome tokens, and we're gonna talk a little bit about him next week. So, uh, hit us up next week. I'll see you all later. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Archon's Corner, hosted by the Wookie. Make sure you follow the Wookie on Twitter at I am underscore the Wookie on Facebook, the Wookie. On Instagram at I am underscore the Wookie and on YouTube, the Wookie. Terry, this isn't working. Aye. Is it because I still be living with me mother? No. Is it because me mates be scallywags? No, I like your friends. Is it? It's the pirate talk, Terry. Yar. Everyone's caught up in the Old Bay filet of fish at McDonald's. It's the taste locals crave on our classic sandwich. Get two for $5, either original or that Old Bay love. Yo-ho! Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Limited time only, single item at regular price. Head to Corp Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. We offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified. And now through June 2nd is our Memorial Day mattress sale. Save big on everything for your home or office. Find new twin sets from $249, new queen sets from $299, and new king sets from $499. Plus, get a free gift with purchase while quantities last. Go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com today.